Hello there, and welcome to the WorkPrints TV Talk, episode 29. I'm your host, Christian, and today, this episode is going to be on Cursed, the Netflix-adapted series based on the illustrated novel by Tom Wheeler and Frank Miller. Cursed is a reimagining of the King Arthur legend told through the eyes of Nimue, a cursed young heroine destined to become the Lady in the Lake who bequeaths King Arthur his legendary Excalibur sword. With me today will be longtime writer for the work print and features editor Nicole as we review the first three episodes of the Cursed series, Spoilers Bound. Also, as a special treat, I redid the introduction to the theme music, which you can check out right now. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this uh, episode. Welcome to the WorkBrand Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and theworkbrand.com. All right, so Cursed, episodes one through three. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> it's a show. Um, I got to be honest, it took me it took me three tries to get through the pilot, <laughs> and um, I'm only I'm still 15 minutes away from finishing episode three itself. I will admit though that after giving it the third <laughs> the third try. I, I am liking the show a lot more than when I first watched it, but it's it's a hard sell for me. Uh, what were your thoughts, Nicole? Um, I got through the first two episodes, and then I had to take a break, and then I watched the third episode the next day, and then I had to stop because it, the characters were really like pissing me off so much that up till now I can't. I just I can't. I can't keep watching it. I'm sorry, but yeah. No. <laughs> Like, I really wanted to like it. And actually, yeah. I wanted to ask you, did you read, like, the graphic novel? Because I wonder if that's a lot better than the show. So, for for me, um, I, the, I, the reason that I really wanted to watch this was because of the graphic novel. Mm-hmm. I think Frank Miller, mm-hmm. and, you know, he's well acclaimed in comics. So, like, everything said that this should have been a hit. And Netflix... You know, post Game of Thrones, every, everyone's trying to, especially mm-hmm. Netflix is trying to find that fantasy void, fill that that gap. So, like, I was really intrigued by it, but initial like early reviews uh, were pretty meh, and um, and right now it just seems generally meh. But with, like audiences' reactions a little bit more forgiving than mm-hmm. actually, no, I'm sorry, critics being a little bit more forgiving than audiences. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I didn't read the graphic novel, which. Um, shouldn't have affected how I, I, I watched this though, because like I didn't read The Witcher or even play the games, and I ended up loving it so much that I actually ended up reading the books and, I and playing agree. the games. I agree. I yeah. agree. I watched a crap ton of Easter eggs on The Witcher after I watched the series. Yeah, because <laughs> that was that was excellent and stuff. But you know, what's weird is even though it's not doing as well as they'd hoped, it still is the most watched thing on Netflix as of this weekend. Huh. And, and given okay, yeah, given COVID. Uh, I feel like it's probably going to trend for at least another week, but yeah. Interesting. Um, okay. So you said that the characters were infuriating. Um, which ones in particular? Because I, I felt the same way. Yeah, I really had like huge issues with um, Nimue herself and Arthur. Like they just kept making really terrible decisions and even stupid ones that didn't really make sense. And it it was the way they sort of structured it was that um like they would do stuff almost for the sake of doing stuff and it it didn't really serve like a 
purpose that was necessarily like strong enough for me. Like the scene, um, the one that sticks out to me the most right now is it, it's I think it's in the third episode where she is in the in the convent already, and um, I'm not sure if you've seen that. So part. I yeah I've got to that point. Okay, I'm, I'm just gonna throw this out there because I was yeah. gonna bring it up later because that's a like, in the third episode. Yeah. Um, why the fuck did they go to the convent? Like I guess because Ar- Arthur Arthur's, wanted to. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he wanted to hide away, but like. I, I had to rewatch that sequence in episode two because mm-hmm. pretty much he just carried her. <laughs> he yeah. carried her there. And I feel like a big a critique I was going to ask you was, do you, do you think that this was an unfinished cut because of COVID? Because I feel oh. like there was supposed to be some sort of epic battle sequence where she got injured and then he takes her there. Because otherwise he's just randomly taking the stranger who he barely knows, carrying her in his arms to this convent randomly one night. <laughs> that's yeah, kind of creepy. Yeah, that's that's a good point like she didn't seem tired enough at that point for her to collapse for like how many hours i guess but i mean she went through that battle with like the wolves and then that experience with um like one of the red paladins who she um sort of tangled up in in uh in the roots right yeah and i mean yeah she definitely went through a lot um but, I, yeah. but then he was kind of like taking a one hour nap, by the way, yeah. now that you're awake and you're in my arms out of, you know, forcible choice. Uh, you're going to stay here in this convent. By the way, I'm also taking your sword. Yeah. I'm like, this This is hitting way too many beats for convenience than actual drama. Yeah. Yeah. And, okay, so an earlier scene that I think, like, that I had big issues with was, um, okay, wait, hold on. Now I forgot. Um, it's, uh, oh, wait, wait. It, Oh, oh, okay. Like the scene when she they go back to um their their uh, home, and um the mom gives her the sword, and she's like, "Oh, you can take it to Merlin." And then she just stands there, and then the mom's like, "Run, run, run!" And she just stands there, and she's like, "I'm not gonna leave you." I, like there were so many instances where she, it, like it seems like, oh, um, she's doing this because she can't, you know. Bought, like she doesn't want to see her mom die or she wants to help but she didn't help she just stood there like wh- mm-hmm. she had the sword why didn't she try to fight at least then to save her mom or I, she just freaking run away right like it's one agree. or this one or the other you just don't stand there and do nothing it, it was just so many stupid decisions like that which pissed me off so much like i yeah okay <laughs> I, yeah i'm just gonna like get annoyed the entire time if I no it's fine that's kind of like <laughs> Because, you, you know, we've, we've done a few of these now, and, and to be honest, like, we can't love everything. Yeah. Like, there's going to be, yeah. there's going to be misses, like. Yeah. Um, and this is very much one yeah. of them. Um, uh, so, yeah, uh, she froze. She did nothing. I guess you could say that maybe she was. Paralyzed you know, with fear. Fear. Or... Yeah. And yet she all of a sudden finds the courage to fight the wolves because she kept hearing her mom's voice to do something. Fight. Yeah, it's very like, Obi-Wan mm, Kenobi. Okay. And it's, it's, I agree. And like her, when she starts using the sword itself, yeah. it's so awkward. Oh yeah. my God. Oh I God, felt like that yeah. should have been a reshoot. She's just awkwardly swinging it yeah. in the most, look at me. I don't know how to use this yeah. intentionally pose. Like it, even a basic person, like with no sword training can hold it better than she did. She just was holding it like a twig. Like it was a loose <laughs> stick and flailing and randomly killing the wolves. And yeah. Like how a part is that of me even like, possible? <laughs> Uh, yeah and like i guess a part of it's like all right it's definitely excalibur and it's mm-hmm. it's like a magic blade so maybe it just magic guides her plants. or whatever yeah and yeah but it's just i don't know it was really dumb um 
I I also just loathe that sequence and how we got there. Like I get it; it's supposed to develop her backstory. Yeah. She lost everything, but it was so random that wolves all of a sudden show up and hunt her as she's running away from the paladins. Like, where did that come from? You know what I mean? Because all of a sudden yeah. they were just there. There was like no real setup as far as oh, how dangerous were these woods? You, you know what I mean? Like, I I have a bad feeling all these plot holes. Because I'll, I'll try to finish the series, yeah. hopefully, either today or tomorrow. But I feel like all the plot holes are going to be explained by one convenient plot point, which ah. is cursed. Cursed, <laughs> cursed, 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 cursed. Everything is cursed. So, like, that's kind of, that's just, just like, oh, why are there wolves? Because it's, it's cursed. Why, would, why is there a demon bear? Because it's cursed. Yeah. It's, well, it's so just that. It, you're right. They'll probably explain this later on. But I didn't understand that portion, too. It, was she cursed after she got like scratched by the demon bear or was she already cursed before that so yeah so for my what i saw and i think this one line of dialogue between mom and her in a flashback randomly in episode two i think was uh the demon bear was like a some sort of god or mm-hmm. old god or some some sort of deity of some sort mm-hmm. and that mark gave her supernatural abilities and um, it's ironic because even though she's quote unquote cursed, she gets chosen as the summoner for yeah. her tribe, which mm-hmm. is really cool and like a, a position of power. You'd think somebody with these magical abilities would be a, a better summoner. Uh, but no, everyone just kind of scorns her because she's quote unquote cursed. And I don't know why. Um, the series doesn't really explain that yeah. because the Fae are magical creatures, right? So her having even more magical ability, yeah. you think she'd be beloved in said Fae society, but she's not. So I don't fucking know. <laughs> Um. I, I mean, I guess it's, are they picky about, you know, maybe like quote unquote dark magic as opposed to like light magic? I don't, I don't know. I think so. Cause they seem like a druid society mm-hmm. and, and her curse is dark. But the, the point is, is like, even, I want to say even so in this situation where you have these red paladins kind of slaying and killing all these people, mm-hmm. you'd think your people would unite. Mm-hmm. I say that with reluctance, though, because we live yeah. in COVID reality and yeah. we know that that's not the case. Yeah. Um, when when a tragedy or something that's hurting lots of people, you'd think people would unite. And say, no, but not no. necessarily, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. As we're living through yeah. right now. Um, did you, I mean, I'm assuming, Christian, that you, of course, are um, knowledgeable of Arthurian legend. So did you find mm-hmm. that watching this was somewhat easier coming in with like pre-knowledge ready as opposed to perhaps like an like a person who's never really read any of like the King Arthur stories or seen any movies or you know what I mean? Like would it be yeah, confusing? Um, yeah. yeah, to be honest, um I I mostly know of the Arthur legends by association. Mm-hmm. So like I know them from like video games and a couple takes on the Sword in the Stone and Excalibur and the Tales of King Arthur mm-hmm. and Lancelot and etc like that. But like I never actually read the original books. Um that said, I think it's really cool what they did with the Lady in the Lake cuz mm-hmm. before that she was always just this I think in some legends she's an enchantress, but in others she's just the person who bequeaths Excalibur, which, you know, is the sword that can do it all right the the sort of power mm-hmm. as they call it in the show and um and yeah it's cool that they gave her more of a backstory and made her more of an assertive and like grounded i can do things character but it's also infuriating because while the ends and what she's supposed to accomplish seem like it'd be a good tale i think the execution's pretty poor kind of reminds me of Daenerys from game of thrones which i think another ah. reviewer mentioned <laughs> yeah ah very i think that's very fitting um yeah how what did you think of like the twist uh well 
not twist exactly, but sort of the reimagining of like Arthur's character as like a thief and like lowborn and um uh and not the son of Uther Pendragon. At least right now. I don't I mean, you know, maybe we'll find out he he is a bastard who got whatchamacallit, like yeah, um, I have a gut feeling right? that you're right. They're, they're going to go with the bastard route. In which case, yeah. if they do, it's like huh, a bastard, and then this other lady who is supposedly some queen of some sort. Because mm-hmm. in the beginning, they call her like the Fey Queen in like that early first scene or something like that. I can't remember, mm-hmm. but like she's supposed to have this epic legend, this lady in the lake, mm-hmm. you know, Nimue. So it seems really games of Game of Thronesy is what I'm trying to get at, because um, that's kind of Jon Snow and Daenerys, but. Um, uh i actually honestly forgot the question already (laughs) (laughs) which also tells you where my brain is in terms of the show well in general then did you like arthur's character because i did not (laughs) and see what they're going with it uh and his his the reimagining of his backstory like people have done that before mm-hmm. and like uh it's weird because i was as i was researching the show i kept getting google search results from merlin thinking wow merlin's very particular in terms of like the arthurian legends and then i realized it's actually the bbc show and i completely dropped the ball on my research but um <laughs> hey i really like that bbc show fyi that's like I mean, I did, yeah yeah no it's it's good yeah. it's just funny because i'm like oh wait that's not the original that's the that's the bbc <laughs> british tv series um but uh yeah, so I I didn't mind I don't mind Arthur as much. My only issue is like I don't see them clicking as well as they're mm-hmm. trying. Yeah, like it, it's obvious what they're trying to do here, which is a romance story. Yeah. But they don't really and, have chemistry. Like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. So they don't like really play off each other or do anything together. They kind of just flirt, and it's like not good flirting. It's like hey, <laughs> it's I'm awkward doing. flirting. Yeah, and not in a fun way either. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, it's not cute, no. Yeah. And I, I again, I hated that se- sequence from episodes two to three where he's just like, here you go, bye, I'm going to take your quest on. That pissed me off royally. I don't know how you felt about it, but I'm like, dude, I get it. You like this girl. Why the fuck are you taking her sword and taking her quest without her permission? Like, Yeah, that's actually incredibly selfish. And... Yeah, no, absolutely. And it, it's just it just kind of annoyed me because... Yeah. It was kind of the big thing that was developing Nimue as a character, mm-hmm. and it, and he kind of just took it. And like a part of me is like, all right, I get chivalry knights and shit. But then I also know kind of annoyed me because that whole episode in three so far seems to be developed with her happenstantially encountering the uh, the red paladins mm-hmm. and the the um the gray monk who seems to be the badass of the show. Yeah. And uh, I actually and just read learning... a spoiler about that, FYI, but I won't Ooh. say it. <laughs> I mean, we're spoiling the first few episodes, oh, that's so is true. it is it a spoiler for episodes one through three or nah? No, I think it's later. Oh. And oh, okay. although it's it's kind of a reveal on who the Great Monk's character is, which I wasn't actually expecting. I thought it was going to be a different character, but it turns out to be someone else. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. See, because like the Great Monk, I don't know. It's it's like semi working for me. Mm-hmm. Like I like the badass and the fire and the person who's uh, hunting all these people, but I feel like there's another motivation in mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think there was a, a, th- a throwaway line, I think, by Squirrel, the little thief boy who's a fae, mm-hmm. uh, where, or, no, no, it was the moon, what is it called? What are those creatures oh, called? Oh, the moon, moon the, 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 the the creature with wings, right? Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. moon something, I can't, moon chantress or something. Yeah. Uh, but the point is, is she, she mentions that he's the, he's the monk with the, uh, the tears on his eyes because he's got those tattoos. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's intentional. Like, mm. I don't think he's there f- 
willingly, but he is the monster that's killing all these people. But that's just my guess. I don't know. I've only seen the first three episodes. Uh, that said, he's very emo to me. Yeah. That's the part that kind of irks me. Like, he, he looks like something straight from, like, emo 2003. And I'm like, man, like, AFI is really looking to capitalize on something else for their career. That's, um, now that you bring that up, yeah. Spot on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I I dig it and I don't. It's like, I, I think the teenager in me is like, yeah, this is cool. And like the adult 32-year-old's just like, like yeah, I'm just like, why do we need this? But it's intriguing. What were, what were your thoughts on the Green Monk? Um, he, so I originally thought that um, he was going to be sort of like a character set up as um, kind of, well, I guess kind of the main sort of contender for Arthur in the future, but I actually don't know if that's the case anymore. Um, but I, I think you're right. Like, I'm sure he must be under some kind of, um, not spell exactly, but he may not necessarily be really a willing participant in the killing of all the Fae. Um, because it seems like he is a lot more skilled than the regular paladins, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't know if there is some kind of magical sort of enhancement, but I would not be like, I wouldn't be surprised if there was because he can track and smell the Fae. And I don't think anyone else can do that, right? Yeah. He reminds me of like a demon hunter class, which mm -hmm. is really cool. It's just. I don't know, like the emo thing kind of threw me yeah. off. I don't. I'm holding. It's stupid because the only reason I say that is because the eye tattoos or the, the it looks like he's crying, and I'm like, man, he's such an emo dude. <sighs> but um, is there anything that you did like about it? Um. Yeah. So, well, all right. I don't know how I feel about it, but I think it's really funny. So I don't. I, it makes me feel good about the series, but it it's not supposed to in this way, and that's the uh, comic transitions. Oh, I okay. Yeah. Find them really funny cuz like I get what they're going for yeah. like oh this was a comic book. But it just it reminds me of like in the original uh Star Wars like the George Lucas weird like PowerPoint presentation here's a swivel across the board or something like <laughs> that. Like it, it just I get what they're trying to do but mm-hmm. it just makes me laugh cuz it takes me out of the moment entirely. Ah. So I'm not as well executed as, let's say, Good Omens for that entire sequence where it was, like, animated the entire time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I actually, probably the only thing that I really liked about um, the first three episodes, at least, was Merlin. Like, I really liked Gustav Skarsgård's acting. Like, he, for me at least, was probably the most convincing um, actor in his role. Which is funny because I feel like he's the most forgettable Skarsgård. (laughs) really even more so than bill dude i love bill are you kidding me do you not love bill skarsgård bill i mean i mean his acting isn't the best like i've seen uh alexander's my favorite but you know oh yeah no no definitely but i'm saying of all the brothers (laughs) brothers, or the the family i feel like he's this this one is the most forgettable i i well i kind of i feel like recently gustav has actually edged more than bill because really? um like i really like the stuff in westworld too so oh yeah yeah, yeah, I yeah. Forgot. um but bill was really good in it of course yeah <laughs> yeah yeah 
and really awfully good in that Netflix show. Why can't oh, I remember the name? Uh, of it? Hemlock Grove. Hemlock Grove. Yeah, he was very yeah. good in Hemlock Grove. Yeah. God. Did you watch Hemlock? Grove? I did. It was really oh good. Yeah, it was a good. You series. liked it? I. I, see, I love the first seasons, and then towards the end, I kind of just laughed. Yeah, but the first season was really good. The second season was still okay, but by the third season, I kind of, like, it, I couldn't, I don't think I even finished the third season. Yeah, yeah. it was a comedy to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I really, yeah, I think his character was probably the most interesting um, just because I've never really seen Merlin played as a drunk and convincing as a drunk and that yeah. he suddenly lost his power. So that's kind of an interesting twist. And, and it makes sense. Like why he'd be drinking. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And he's still witty, so he's charming in that sense. Exactly. I, I don't know what he's doing with that random, because I, I didn't finish episode three, but he's doing some sort of plot with that uh, that ghost widow yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean. I don't even know. I th- so he's had, I think he's had visions too, right? From, mm-hmm. And he's probably trying to figure out like what this big war thing is that is coming. But I don't know if he is trying to stop it or if he's, you know, not hastening it, but like what his end goal is, right? Because he doesn't seem to care necessarily about the other Fae. Because mm-hmm. he hasn't, I think he hasn't petitioned Uther to necessarily stop the killing um because it seems like it's like the red paladin are pretty accepted you know as like authority figures even though technically it, they would have to what get authorization or sanction from the king i don't know yeah yeah so they barely explain it and yeah. from when i read early reviews a lot of people didn't like that like the things that i think were the selling points of the series were the Uther legend mm-hmm where Nimue fits into this, the magic, all that stuff apparently gets pushed to the side later on for political intrigue and drama, oh. which um, is very much related to this. So yeah. uh, as you were saying, the, the yeah, the Red Paladins should be stopped by our, uh, um, Uther, mm-hmm. but uh, apparently the village, like the majority of the kingdom like them because they blame the Fae for ruining the drought or the harvest okay, or so what's happening. Weather problems. As well as yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, like, I mean, it's kind of just, it falls into the racism theme mm-hmm. in, in fantasy fiction of, like, these people are different, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and apparently that's the point of the series is it's, it's I mean, I, I don't know because I haven't gotten fully there yet, but it's very much a race thing between the Fae versus the humans. And I don't know because we haven't really gotten there. And, and honestly, it's kind of upsetting that in three episodes we haven't. But Yeah. yeah. And at this point, I don't necessarily see, I mean, I guess it's, what it'll be character development for her but i don't necessarily see nimue as like the champion of her people right but so I, yeah so like let's let's focus on nimue since this is <laughs> her story uh and then we'll i guess we could wrap up with the final thoughts um so nimue i think uh, one of the reasons that i personally don't like her is that she she's the hero <laughs> and so she should do something heroic and so far in three episodes it's it's all been kind of selfish. Yeah. Um, yep. Everything she does is out of her own survival, out of her own convenience. Even the people that she accidentally kills with her abilities yep. is out of self-defense. And, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I get it, but I wish she did something heroic. I think the most heroic thing I, I've seen her do in three episodes is she tried to save Squirrel. But she she technically failed on that, mm-hmm. too, because he ends up getting caught by the fucking the Grey Monk. Yeah. So. I, I feel like um, her character has... Well, okay, granted, she's supposed to still be, what, fairly young, right? Like, what, 16, maybe? 15, Mm -hmm. 16 years old? And she 
if they're playing her character as like a really selfish teenager who has to do a lot of growing up before she is able to be the hero that um, the show sort of makes her out to be. Mm-hmm. But she's made so many stupid decisions that um, don't really make you root for her character i guess at least for me like i don't care if she gets caught in fact she should get caught because she's so stupid (laughs) so um are there any and it's like sheer luck that she doesn't get caught because arthur helped her like it's just yeah the the um the convenience of the uh the dentist i just saw that sequence and i'm like man that was painful to watch and also kind of unnecessary but i get it you're supposed to show that she goes through a lot to prove herself yeah but again, it's out of self-preservation. Yeah. Like, the only, I think the only honorable thing that she had going for her was her quest to take the sword to Merlin. And even that gets taken away from her by Arthur. So I don't know why I'm rooting for her at this point. And I'm three episodes in. <laughs> and that's really bad. I think the, the biggest hook is that the beginning says that this is the lady in the lake. This is her story. But, like, as an organic, as an organic thing, like, I feel like there isn't really a payoff. Yeah. And if you didn't know anything about that myth... There, there is zero reason to keep watching. Yeah, because even right now, like she, she, like she's the reason why her friend Pim died. Oh, wait, Pim's dead. Well, <laughs> we don't know for sure, I guess, but she, okay. at least Pim got taken by one of the paladins, right? We don't yeah. know what happens to her, but Pim told her, "Don't rush into this." But she goes, "Oh, I need to look for my mom, anyways." And then Pim automatically gets taken by a paladin. So it, yeah. it's just, it is her fault. Like it's. Mm-hmm. She should be wallowing in self-pity, but at the same time, it's like, well, if you know it's your fault, then you really should do something about it. I um, agree. And again, it just bothers me because I don't see what she's doing. Like, there's yeah. no motivation here. Yeah. Like, Game of Thrones had the fucking Iron Throne. Mm-hmm. Um, Cursed just seems like she's, she's cursed. And she's doing stuff. <laughs> and she's doing stuff. Yeah, I kind of wish it was like she's cursed and she's trying to get uncursed or... Yeah. The blade is cursed, and her being cursed means that she's semi-immune. And a weird Frodo Baggins has ah, the ring and isn't okay. super affected by said curse. Yeah. But, like, they didn't establish those rules. They didn't really establish much of anything, except this is a girl in a bad situation, and it gets worse, and she needs to survive. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't feel like a survival tale. It's like, oh, hey, there's cute little Arthur, and go off on your own. Don't take your responsibility as summoner. It's just, she's making these choices, and I don't know what the motivation is, and it's infuriating. Well, if you continue watching, hopefully you can tell me what her motivation is <laughs> by the end. <laughs> I mean, like, that's the weird thing is, is I'm at a point where it's like, I'm in, I'm intrigued. Like, here's the thing is, yes, it was hard to get through the first episode. I had to watch it three times. But, uh, but like, I, I'm hooked enough where I want to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. But I have a gut feeling from the reviews I read, it's going to turn sour pretty soon. And I'm just going to want to stop. So I'll definitely review and we'll have this podcast out. Hopefully, by, if not tomorrow, then definitely Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I don't even know what to say. Final, Final thoughts, thoughts on curse. Um, yeah, I don't know if the series could have been, or at least the first three episodes could have been better if there was, if it was, you know, better story structure, or if better, um, like on-screen chemistry with the actors, or what, but. I hope if they do end up having a season two that they have kind of like a more balanced story and it's not just selfish, <laughs> selfish, selfish the entire time, but we'll see. Yeah. I, um, from what I understand, 
it seems like they left room for a season two. Mm -hmm. And even though it's not the most well-loved show, uh, I think it's trending enough. That they and might get dep- renewed. Yeah, because it's Netflix. Yeah. Like, they have a lot give of everything. <laughs> Yeah, and they do like three seasons for everything, even if it's like not a super big hit. Um, yeah, and so uh, I look forward to more. It's weird, too, because... Sorry, I'm going on a tangent. The um, I think one of the writers is also a co-showrunner here, so... The, I don't know where they're falling, mm. but they're falling here somewhere. There's a there's a monkey wrench mm-hmm. somewhere. Uh, maybe it's just the actress. I don't, I mean, I don't know. It could be because it, it actually feels really disjointed to me. And like, if if you weren't aware of, and if you had no background on like on Arthurian legends, um, I think it would be confusing for people. I mean. I agree, and to be again, yeah. I watched the pilot three times. It's still, it was so still. I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. also I was just burnt out, so like getting through it was kind of taxing, especially because like, dude, I, I just did the um the Star Girl reviews uh, yesterday, yeah. and so I had to pivot to this, and now I'm pivoting to Wine on Herb. Now my my brain's just you not need ready to, to take handle. a break. Yeah, take a break. I, we're not gonna get one because we got Comic Con this week. <laughs> Comic Con, woo! So um, yeah, I'm excited, but also like mentally just everywhere oh well take you still take a break 